Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to your Maryland. In September of 1946, a visitor, described as a shy, almost saintly, childlike little man with the soft brown eyes, the drooping facial lines of a world-weary hound, and hair like an aurora borealis, came to western Maryland's Deep Creek Lake for a vacation. He took long walks around the lake, sometimes bird-watching, often stopping to chat with hikers and fishermen. And he loved the lake itself. Despite the fact that he was a poor sailor and didn't even know how to swim, he frequently borrowed a sailboat from his host to explore the lake on his own. A few in the lakeside cabins knew this friendly little man for who he was, the celebrated genius Albert Einstein. One was his host, Dr. Frank Wilson, who examined him for an abdominal aneurysm of the aorta. Another was John Stiding, a chemist at the Selenese plant in Cumberland, who knew of Einstein because a co-worker's wife was sculpting a bust of him. But no one at Deep Creek made a fuss about him, and that was just fine with Einstein, for whom these were painfully trying times. Two months earlier, the July 1st issue of Time magazine had featured a caricature of him on its cover, in front of a mushroom cloud containing his now-famous equation, E equals MC squared. Inside, editor Whitaker Chambers mistakenly pronounced Einstein the father of the atomic bomb. That misconception dated back to 1939, when another scientist, Leo Zillard, realized that nuclear fission using uranium could be turned into a weapon. Zillard rushed to the eastern tip of Long Island, where Einstein was vacationing, to warn him of the danger. German scientists were looking into the idea and could buy all the uranium they needed from the Belgian Congo. Somebody had to warn the Belgian government, and ours, that Hitler's scientists must not be the first to create an atomic bomb. Since Einstein had won the Nobel Prize in 1923, Szilard thought the president would heed the warning if it came from him. Einstein wrote the letter, Franklin Delano Roosevelt listened, and on December 6, 1941, the day before Pearl Harbor, he commissioned the Manhattan Project. Einstein wasn't invited to join the project and wouldn't have joined it had he been asked. He was a crusader for peace. Following the war, and appalled by the horror of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, he urged the creation of an international body to control nuclear weapons. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover saw nothing benign in this, and added to a file he'd been building for years that painted the scientist as a subversive threat and very likely a communist. So when John Stiding of the Selenese plant invited Einstein to come to Deep Creek in September, he gratefully accepted. He wanted to get away from notoriety and publicity and explore the lake by himself on a little sailboat under a beautiful September sky, even if he ran aground now and then. Einstein actually did a lot of thinking on little sailboats, and had named his own Tinef, which is Yiddish for a little piece of junk. His thoughts often took the form of mental experiments. Once, when someone asked him to explain his theory of relativity, he replied, When sitting with your sweetheart on a park bench, an hour seems like a minute. But, if you were sitting on a hot stove, a minute seemed like an hour. Whether sailing in his native Switzerland, off Long Island, or on Deep Creek Lake, he used the solitude to tackle big questions. These days, he was wondering how he might create a world authority that could prevent a nuclear war. Einstein never found that path to world peace, but he did find beauty and respite on Deep Creek Lake. And if the conversation turned to food, he invariably praised Garrett County's corn on the cob. All too soon, he had to return to his office at Princeton, to the dangers now facing the world, and to the harsh glare of J. Edgar Hoover and Whitaker Chambers. 
but he would not forget Deep Creek Lake or those he had met here in your Maryland.